Hello. Hello and welcome to the Co-Creating Radiance podcast, where we offer support in cultivating our harmonious consciousness. Our hope and intention is not only to provide support as you make your way on your spiritual journey, but also to provide perspective, insight, and education through sharing our own experiences as we too walk this path of discovery of inner harmony and conscious self-expression. Wonderful. I always love hearing that. (laughs) (laughs) I have to say that I feel like it's the most distinct way I've ever been able to describe Mm -hmm. the work that I feel like I'm here to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely, it's it's, it's good when we're it's good when we're able to hit the nail on the head. Um, so my name is Gina, everybody, and um, just a quick little bit about how and I know each other. We used to work in, or we used to be coworkers, and mm-hmm. uh, we we bonded um, in the break room one day over um, uh, Hindu goddesses on my water bottle. stickers for the win stickers for the win and we um pretty much the rest is history because we just figured out the more that we spoke with each other about how the paths that we're walking are individual but also parallel at the same time Mm -hmm. and that um more often than not we are going through with that said we're going through similar um struggles and also having similar victories um even though the work looks different. Drastically so. different sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah. So connections like this are always really inspirational. And um, if you are um, an aspirant on whatever kind of path you're on, you know, it's really important to have those people in your life who you can speak to about these things and, um, who you can relate with, at least on some level, um, mm-hmm. because when the rest of the world, you know, just um, can't or won't go there with <laughs> you. So, right. And ultimately, I feel like that was the seed of inspiration for this podcast to begin with, because I can recall so many times, particularly in my younger years when I was being drawn in this direction, but didn't really feel like I had a sounding board to mm-hmm to validate where I was or what I was feeling or experiencing. And I know that I've gained so much from, from my relationship with Gina and and the conversations that we've had and the experiences that we've shared that we really wanted to bring it to the world Mm -hmm. (laughs) as ambitious as that might sound. But I just remember thinking to myself, man, I wish that I had something. Mm Mm-hmm to kind of ground me in, in this path that I find myself on. Yeah. So that was really how Co-Creating Radiance was born, was mm-hmm. just this desire to reinforce the, the understanding that we might, just as Gina said, be on individual paths. The work that is here for us to do is for us to do. But that doesn't mean that we're completely alone. That doesn't mean that we are isolated in our experiences. And in fact, that the the lessons and the medicine that we're here to receive is oftentimes very similar, if not the same, to those Mm. around us. 
Yeah. Sometimes even just saying it like that, it it like reminds me. Like I'm I'm in it and I'm here and it's something that I like kind of remind myself of like probably on a daily basis. Yeah. But saying it out loud, I think has such a resonance to it. It does. And we, I mean, in many ways, we are doing the great unlearn here. <laughs> and it's true. Uh, and and how we learn or how we relearn and repattern is through repetition. So, you know, uh, and that happens through having these conversations, like participating in these kinds of conversations, listening to these conversations, um, creating that point of relation, and also just like telling yourself, Mm -hmm. um, almost instilling it in your own consciousness as like a mantra that's running because we, um, we have all, Lord knows, we have all kinds of other thoughts um, and patterning <laughs> going on in our own, in our own heads at all times. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we choose to, and choose being the operative word, you know, when we choose to focus on what is good and what helps to support our growth, um, that, um, yeah, that's just how we learn and like integrate these these shifts and this growth more deeply Mm -hmm. yeah and I love what you said about unlearning relearning I I feel like that's even the (laughs) I think for me that's a big part of why I've been so excited to for this episode and our last and and probably episodes to come as we continue exploring spiritual buzzwords (laughs) just yeah. in, in our own experiences and, and how we've witnessed them, particularly with the two that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. These are, <laughs> I say this with every pun intended. These are, these feel like big money words. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? I, yeah. I feel like they've almost been like co-opted <laughs> to <laughs> only live in that space. So if you were with us last time, we broke the ice with, I think some pretty big words had a a really what I found to be profound conversation around the, the duality, if you will, between light work and shadow work Mm -hmm. and what it means to encompass both of those things, not necessarily simultaneously, but just how they connect and how they operate. And today we're shifting our focus a bit. We're going to be looking at the words intention and manifestation and I'll be completely honest when I was excited for like two seconds when we decided to do these and then I was like oh no what did I just do to myself these words are scary to me (laughs) yeah because I don't know about you Gina but for me you know they've definitely earned their their space in buzzword dumb oh yeah (laughs) all of fame they just like any other word or phrase, they start off as their own thing, as their own Mm -hmm. being or entity or energy stream vibration, however you want to relate to it. And through this turning of the age, almost, (laughs) in human consciousness, they've almost developed an entirely new life of their own. Like they've Mm -hmm. shifted and evolved and they have, almost taken on this 
different heavy like weighted kind of expectation Mm. which I think you don't get with a lot of words there's there's like usually a general understanding of the meaning behind a word but I think intention and manifestation have grown to be quite complex in in the way that they're used definitely they're they're very charged words yes um very charged words Mm -hmm. yeah and depending on who you're talking to those words are charged and spun differently Mm -hmm. yeah yeah so yeah I was just gonna say for me like you know trying to I really had to like dig deep (laughs) like dive Mm. into kind of a pool of discomfort when exploring these words because for me they for a long time they brought about a sense of discomfort they brought about a sense of lack of worthiness or like I wasn't capable of utilizing them properly yeah and so what I decided to do I'm like I'm gonna start from the beginning (laughs) I'm gonna look Mm -hmm. up their official definitions and I'm gonna go from there because Mm -hmm. sometimes that's what you have right part of breaking down these spiritual buzzwords is you have to break down your own bullshit (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> clean off your slate and and go from there so I think we decided we were going to start with intention yes so lovelydictionary.com <laughs> defines mm-hmm. intention as an act or instance of determining mentally upon some action or result and even the definition itself feels a little circular Mm-hmm. I don't know how you feel about it. <laughs> I mean, it's focusing on one avenue from where intention can spring from, mm-hmm. which is the mind. Um, but intentions can also arise from the heart as well. Mm. And when uh, when the word intention is used in... Um, spiritual communities as it is Mm -hmm. and and otherwise um that intention is um how I define it is that it's basically the tone that you set before you begin something and you could Mm -hmm. it could be the beginning of anything the beginning of your ritual that you're about to do. It could be the beginning of your yoga practice. Mm-hmm. It could be um, uh, the intention before you move into your new home. Mm-hmm. Um, it's placed at the beginning of something and it's the container that you wish to hold your experience of action in. Mm-hmm. Um So with that said, you know, an intention can come from your mind. You can really fabricate it and it can, with that said, it can be very heavily influenced by your ego, which is not a bad thing, but it's definitely an intention that comes from a different place um, that may have a little bit more to do with like how you're conditioned to um, desire certain things and um, how you really want things to show up. Um, according to your specific desires and things like that. Um, And at the same time, 
and in the same breath, there mm-hmm. are also intentions that are heartfelt and that arise um, directly from the heart space. Mm-hmm. And those intentions, like there's no greater than or less than here. It's just different uh, expressions of the same energy right. because we want to set the tone for something and have so that it's purposeful for us. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I would say that uh, an intention that arises from the heart is a bit more all encompassing Mm -hmm. uh, and maybe it involves like an extension beyond yourself like that your action that you're about to take will benefit humanity for Mm -hmm. example rather than just yourself which would be probably more of a an intention that is born from the mind or born from your personal desires Mm -hmm. um that are tied up in your ego and your conditioning right that makes sense absolutely and can I just say that I wish I had heard your definition your interpretation of intention like so long ago Mm -hmm. (laughs) because for me that takes away the pressure of intention because especially over the last couple of years I, I feel like the word intention has just exploded like it's fucking everywhere to the point where it's almost evolved into being used as a hook to Mm. get people to buy into it Mm. and that's you know I'm not here to say that that's a bad thing Mm. or even a wrong thing but I do think that it creates a narrative Mm -hmm. that can be very isolating it's kind of like you described if it's being used as a hook that can come across as like a very mentally driven egotistical space yeah whereas I feel like if if your intention is rooted in the heart space there's there's a deeper level of investment in some ways and again I do not perceive either way as bad or wrong because sometimes I think things start in a place like you might have an idea and think to yourself like "Eh, I might investigate that later and then something occurs and you are moved by an experience and you Mm -hmm. think back to that idea and you and and your intention is born out of that or vice versa Mm -hmm. I think it all Mm -hmm. kind of depends on the it's gonna sound ridiculous the intention behind the intention yeah (laughs) like what what are you really after right and and just like any other project or wish or goal I think it takes both yeah it takes both the the ego and the heart space to work harmoniously to bring things about Mm mm-hmm Yeah, you can't, you can't discount, you can't discount your personality or your ego because it's how you're even able to have this experience on earth as, as you, as the human being that you are. So, right. Yeah, it's so true. And I feel like, you know, (laughs) I feel like sometimes there, what's, what I've personally seen that I think kind of almost put a wedge in between me being comfortable with the idea or, or using the terminology of intention is that it has to look a specific way. Right. 
And that if it doesn't fit that particular formula, then it's not going to be effective. It, it's, it, it feels like empty. Like, what did I do that for? Mm. <laughs> or this sense of like, well, maybe I had the wrong intention. You know, maybe my intention wasn't pure enough. Because mm. you have franchises like The Secret. <laughs> they use <laughs> intention setting as a way to get people to buy their products, like their books. Um, but I also feel like they they don't, I feel like there's a lack of informed consent. Like, I feel like they give you a nugget, but they don't give you the whole thing. And that's kind of what I was seeing crop up in a lot of places. And, and in full honesty, I think it's possible that my, the, the way that intention was being displayed in, in Facebook groups or on YouTube or wherever I was encountering it, it felt, I felt a disconnection. So maybe it was really just the, what was being proposed didn't align but because that intention word was like so prominent I think that's where my that connection was made yeah I felt disconnected from the word as well because for for myself I mainly heard it in particular yoga classes that I was taking Mm. um, many years ago and the teacher was like okay let's set put your hands in front of your heart in Anjali Mudra prayer position and set your intention for this class. Um, <laughs> what, who do you want to dedicate or what do you want to dedicate your practice to? Mm. Um, so it felt like a beautiful idea in theory, but right. at the moment it felt like, because I didn't come up with the idea like, oh, I want to set an intention for this, but it was being set as a precedent to begin class. Right. And it, it just didn't feel authentic for me. Um, and I, yeah, I, so for a long time, because of those experiences in class with around that word mm-hmm. um, and that concept, I wasn't able to authentically connect for a long time because right. it felt too mental. Yeah. Um, it wasn't coming from my heart at all. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And I think, for, you know, my relationship with this particular word has definitely evolved and it's definitely mm. shifted even just over the last couple of years, even just over the last two months, because mm. what I find myself doing now is setting aside specific times to contemplate and to feel into what it is that I feel like could be beneficial. Like when I personally use the word intention, you know, probably in in similar fashion the language that I tend to use is I'm going to set this intention yeah I'm setting this intention and that language in and of itself can feel kind of disconnecting because it's like you're setting a timer (laughs) yeah (laughs) and and in some ways you are you could set an intention to um to engage in a practice or to drink so many glasses of water or to Mm -hmm. walk the dog (laughs) (laughs) for a certain period of time and then it and then once it passes it's like okay it's over right and I think too part of the reason we decided to do intention and manifestation together is because they're so closely linked because I think 
part of the pressure with intention setting is that you're expecting some sort of result. Yeah. There's an expectation of some sort of outcome. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, you hear so many different things. You hear to be very specific when you're setting intentions or you, or you're told to not set too many limitations because if you tell the universe you want a specific thing and you don't leave any room and you don't get that thing, well, maybe that thing wasn't actually meant for you. You know? Yeah. So it's boys. Those, those semantics are so exhausting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They really freaking are. Yeah. And I'll be honest when I am communicating with my creator, with source, with spirit, I don't really use that word. <laughs> right. I'll, right. I'll be right. having like a heart to heart on a drive. I might be ugly crying in the shower. Like, mm-hmm. you know, that interaction for me is very raw. And and I I find myself wanting and almost needing to be vulnerable and saying, this is what I feel like I need. Yeah. This is what I feel like I, I need to let go of, to repair to receive, to be open to, you know, like whatever it is. I'm not sitting there <laughs> saying like, I'd like to set the intention to to release <laughs> this resentment I've been carrying for however long. No. Yeah. You have a person you have a personal <laughs> relationship, which means that you're already you're already connected and you don't have to be pretentious in the Mm -hmm. words that you use or for or overly formal you know yeah and and that's not to say that using that language isn't valid or even powerful because I genuinely believe that it can be but I also think that we're almost taught that using specific vernacular is like the only way yeah and I think part of what I've been learning over even just this year is that as long as you are clear mm-hmm. in yourself, the words don't matter as much. Yeah. Are they helpful and beneficial? Yes, of course they are, because it's how we as a society communicate for the most part. You know, emojis can only do so much for you. <laughs> but but just as well you know words can only do so much for you also yes but I have found my most profound intentions come when I'm not even expecting them to show up Mm -hmm. when I'm not even like where that's not even where my mind is when or even my heart where I'm just trying to be open and and honest with myself I feel like that's where the that I feel like that's where the space is created for that yeah. those intentions then to come in yeah because if I'm shining a light on some bullshit that I'm trying to work through or deal with or or move past I have to be honest about the desire to do those things before I can make any kind of a game plan yeah and ultimately for me I think that's what intentions have become it's setting the making the commitment to myself that I'm going to try and come up with a game plan for this. And and it might be two steps. <laughs> it might be a step. It might just be that moment. Hmm. But it, it also takes away that pressure or that, like you said, that precedent to be in a certain place. Mm-hmm. 
Manifestation. I was going to say, with that, should we move on to manifestation? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, um, I, how I think about these, how these words link in my own experience, I've always, I've often thought of intentions as more of the open-ended container for how I want something to feel, Mm. how I want an experience to feel. And the manifestation is where part is where I've gotten caught up in specifics. Mm. Um, So a manifestation is where I've made like, for example, where, where, when I've thought about my ideal partner, Mm -hmm. where I've was told in, um, in by certain people to be as specific as possible. Right. Uh, so that's a, for me, that's a very long list of qualities <laughs> for one thing <laughs> and uh, no compromises. Um, but, and, and when that didn't show up, um, it was very frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, and that also could have been me compromising what I believed I wanted, which is another issue altogether. But, um, manifestation and that's just one example of something to manifest um we're a society that's like hell-bent and focused on finding love and direction Mm -hmm. so right um, but uh yeah manifestation in my past experience um is where I've gotten really caught up in the specifics around how I want things to look um and feel um and so I, in my experience, sometimes it's worked, sometimes it hasn't, uh, depending on what I was asking for. Mm-hmm. And there's the, the other piece of that, which you were highlighting before, which is that um, sometimes how life works and how the universe works is uh, even if you are specific about something, it doesn't always deliver right. uh, what you were asking for in the package that you wanted it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... And that, and the reason for that I'm choosing to believe is because there was something to be learned about getting what you received um, and to maybe let go of, um, well, expectations, basically. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. And I feel like manifestation, much like intention, it's one of those, it's kind of tricky. <laughs> And, yeah. and it's something else that's been just showing up everywhere. And for the longest time, and even sometimes still, I'm not always comfortable with the idea of, yeah. of actively manifestation. I'll say actively manifesting yeah. those things right, or anything really, because, you know, as I kind of shared before there, from what I observed and kind of what I received was that there was almost like a specific formula of setting your intention and then feeding that intention until you manifested something. And that was never Mm -hmm. something I, even looking back now, like, I don't think I ever really did that. (laughs) (laughs) Not, not in the way that it was being presented to me anyway. Right. And so for a long time, I felt like manifesting anything was just out of reach for me. Like I hadn't leveled up in my spiritual practice enough to be able to manifest like, oh, you haven't unlocked that ability yet. (laughs) And, you know, because so oftentimes you hear of 
big things that people are manifesting they're manifesting mm. jobs or homes or obtaining a bunch of clients for a coaching business or your twin flame or you know whatever it is and so like there's mm. there's that expectation and that precedent that's being carried forward mm. and I I remember just being like dear god I can barely like manifest a good mood on some days <laughs> these big ticket things right and what I've what I've kind of come to realize from my own practice is that manifestation is rarely I'm gonna say rarely something so big and obvious not that it doesn't happen and not that it can't happen but for someone like me manifestation happens in very small ways Mm. and it's the buildup of those small things that lead to the big things but you don't really Mm. but you don't hear about that very often no never (laughs) because the big things are so much more impressive very true yeah no one likes to hear about the journey everybody likes to hear about the destination and the results yeah you know Yeah. yeah and I think I also had kind of a interesting you know, introduction to the idea of manifesting, because I was introduced to the idea of manifesting probably when I was in high school through my mother, who, bless her heart, (laughs) is Hmm. on a very different path than myself. And the ways in which she attempted to manifest were, to me, even to this day, not reliable. (laughs) (laughs) or not manageable or even attainable they just it was for me it was just very confusing and so I started off already not having a good relationship with this concept and so it took a long time to adjust and kind of allow myself to make that transition in my mind and and Mm. in my even just an emotional reaction to the word Because again, it was this sense of like, well, I'm not good enough (laughs) or I'm not doing Mm -hmm. things the right way right? for things to come about. And more often than, and in some instances, the way I've manifested or could argue that I've manifested, I don't know that I would specifically categorize it as that, but things have appeared in my life when I've completely let go. Like, fuck it. I'm done. Yes. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> call me in 20 years and try again. Uh-huh. But I am D U N done. Yeah. And I think that moment happens when we, um, there's a certain aspect to manifestation for some of us anyway, um, or maybe a lot of us, uh, for those of you who are listening, where, um, there's a balance between effort and surrender in that process of manifestation. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when we end up forcing things and get burnt out or rejected, or we feel like we've failed or, you know, all the ways that, um, an un, what do you call it? A manifestation that didn't surface Mm -hmm. or, or manifest, (laughs) (laughs) um, that um, we are, when we're forcing, we're not respecting the rhythms of life. And uh, a lot of times we may not be listening to 
life. Um, and we may not be able to tap into like maybe what it is that we really need right now mm-hmm. versus something that we're so hell bent on getting now. Yeah. Um, a manifestation isn't, you know, it can be perceived as a, like an instant gratification thing, but that, that's not really how it works. There's still time and energy and, and surrender um, that goes into that process. Um, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think too is the, the, when you look at the word itself, manifestation, it's defined as a material thing. Right. And material yeah. is defined as the substance or substances in which a thing is made or composed. So like an example is stone is a durable material. Mm-hmm. So anything that serves as crude or raw material to be used or developed. So I think people hyper-focus on that aspect. Mm-hmm. And I think especially us as Americans, we are inundated and uh, I'm going to just say it programmed to want material things, physical things. Yeah. And I think sometimes we, not to recreate the definition of this word by any means, but I think sometimes the manifestation that people are attempting to reach or attempting to bring about is has a physical result but the process Mm -hmm. is internal yes and i think that's something that scares the shit out of people (laughs) you say you know the I see this all the time where people are just like how to manifest your twin flame or how to, you know, (laughs) or or what have you. I'm like, Oh, you're building a person. That sounds complicated. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I would love to see a prototype of that, but you know, they, they want that person to show up and be exactly Mm -hmm. what they want or what they think they want. But they're, but when it comes to maybe doing some of the internal work, to be able to sustain a relationship with that person that they're seeking out. It's like, they just don't do that. Or yeah. guilty. Guilty. Well, no. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was definitely not meant to. <laughs> no, I know. I know. But I mean, I've done that. Yeah. yeah definitely. <laughs> and, but like, you know, that's just a very, very general, maybe popular example, but you know, oh, yeah. also with, you know, well, I want to manifest more happiness in my life or I want to manifest mm. peace. Mm those things don't just come out of thin air. It's, it's mm-hmm. like you were saying, there has to be effort and energy and dedication put into those mm-hmm. things. I remember a Venn diagram that I saw on Instagram. And I can't remember if I shared it with you or if you shared it with me or, yeah. but on one hand you had discipline and on the other you had surrender. And in that little middle section, it said flow. And 
I thank God I was sitting down when I saw that because it literally knocked the wind out of me. I was like, whoa. Yeah. Like, damn. Because <laughs> it's like you said, it's yeah. that really delicate balance. Oh, yeah. And I think sometimes there's that drive to just do, 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 create, 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 manifest, manifest, manifest. And we don't slow down to actually listen to maybe what our body is needing Mm -hmm. or what our relationships Mm -hmm. are needing or what our soul is Mm -hmm. needing. Mm -hmm. We we think we're going to manifest this thing and it's going to somehow fix Right. the things in our world and it's like manifestation has almost become like the spiritual band-aid like as long as I can manifest this like mm-hmm. the bleeding will stop <laughs> exactly and that all traces right back to what is your intention mm-hmm. is your intention born from your mind and all these personal desires and what you think that you should have or what you think that you should manifest or is it coming from another place that is a bit more all-encompassing and maybe benefits more people mm-hmm. um yeah yeah it's you know and this is an observation this is not a I know this thing mm-hmm. but I think mm-hmm. in the in the surge that we've seen around intention and around manifestation it's almost like manifestation has been has receive this expectation from people to be like the bypass it's like a detour on Mm. on the road where you have to deal with your shit yeah but I and I can only speak from my own experience in in understanding how I how things manifest in my own life is the Mm -hmm. more work that I do the more honest I am with myself, the more I'm willing to be humble and, and take accountability for things, good or bad, mm-hmm. that things are more, that things that I am also seeking, it's like they have more room to grow. They have more air to breathe and they come to life more when, mm-hmm. when I address those things. Right. And I feel like in the past when I've seen folks talk about intention and talk about manifestation, there's like, it's like that piece has been missing for me. Because mm. you can set yeah. intention all you want. <laughs> but if you don't take the cues, if you don't receive the messages that like the opportunities are coming up for you to make space for those things to come into your life, you're not like, it's not going to happen. That perfect person might be walking down the street, but guess what? From their perspective, you're a hot fucking mess and they don't have time for that. Or you just won't even notice them. Right. And vice versa. Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, you know, on maybe like the opposite end, maybe you just keep attracting that same partner that you're just like Mm -hmm. I I didn't want this why do I keep ending up with people like this right or or like a job you want a specific job but you're not maybe willing to take that extra step on your resume or in your interview or through your training or whatnot 
and you just getting yeah. keep getting passed over hmm. it's almost like manifestation is this expectation that the universe is just going to hand you shit because you say you want it you say you want it oh she said it you say Ooh, she said you, say it. you want it enough Ooh. times eventually you're gonna get it <laughs> and you know what you just might but i i feel like it's not gonna be what you expected mm-hmm. because you've got your own bullshit tainting whatever it is that you say you've been wanting yeah and then you get your wake-up call yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> And, and there have been times where like stuff happens and I'm just like fuck did I somehow manifest this because I think manifestation works both ways you can manifest the most wonderful things in your life and you can manifest really shitty things yeah thoughts become things and that's where your well your intentions can be born from your thoughts like as we said in the very beginning mm-hmm. if it's if many things are being created from your mental space Mm -hmm. and if your thoughts aren't um, if your thoughts are only Mm self-serving and if your thoughts are, well, we're all conditioned people. Mm -hmm. So if you're operating under these conditions uh, and conditioning, then what are you going to manifest except more of your own conditioning, which you're trying to maybe uh, get away from, Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, it all comes back to how honest you're willing to be with yourself. And that's not to say mm-hmm. that you can't have thoughts that are, are self-serving. I have, I really struggle right. with people who only view selfishness as a bad thing. And granted that, that word, just like the ones we're talking about now, they've, they have certain connotations that come along with them. Mm-hmm. And and there are some times where you do need to be self-serving. You might say, like, you know what? I just really need a break. Or, like, I'm fucking starving. I need to eat before I do this thing. Or, right. or like, you know, I really need to think about this before I make a decision. Definitely. There's, like, there's a definite line. Yeah. And only we only we know what that is for ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because at the end of the day, I think there are there's a cord there is a thread of benefit to ourselves for everything that we're trying to produce in this world Mm -hmm. because the fact of the matter is is that we need to be able to survive to make the things that we want happen Mm -hmm. i think it's when it be the sole focus becomes on your benefit on an individual benefit right right that things get muddy Mm -hmm. for sure and I think too is is when people try to manifest something for someone else (laughs) (laughs) yeah Uh, I've never seen that work out well (laughs) (laughs) and can't say I can't say I've ever done that before I've I've witnessed it a couple of times or I've I've even been asked to help um, or to do it for someone be like they'd be like hey Thea like you know you seem you know people use the word witch to describe me which I kind of laugh because I don't particularly associate with that term um mm-hmm. I I think it's a beautiful and powerful word absolutely but I just don't feel like I encompass that and so I don't use it for myself but they're just like hey Thea you're into really what you think do you think you could do something for this person and mm-hmm. I'm just like is this something that they want? 
<laughs> like, why isn't this person coming and, and talking to me? Right. right. You know, because if it's something where they just, they just need to be heard or they just want some perspective or insight, or if they want a suggestion, by all means, I am happy to share away. But if it's something that, you know, they're like, well, I just know they really need this. Oh, yeah. That could be true as the day is long, but if they don't want it, uh-uh. it's, it's, it's going to backfire so hardcore and I do not want to be anywhere near that. Mm-hmm. because then you're you're disrupting free will that's right I was just gonna say that <laughs> because then you're disrupting free will and I've also seen that not work out very well mm-hmm. that's an interesting experience I didn't realize I, I had such a such a catalog of experiences with with these terms and with these words it's you know it's so interesting to me, to me, even looking back over just the last, I would say even three years, how things shift and change. Yeah. I can't say that I really, I hear the word manifest a lot more than intention mm. these days. Yeah. Um, but yeah, usually when I see that word, I just kind of go in another direction. <laughs> because my at this at least at this particular point in time I'm not really focusing on doing that I'm focusing more on well basically more the surrender aspect and just the being in the process of tuning into myself right now and really focusing on um intention and future manifestations being actually born from Mm -hmm. my heart so absolutely yeah. And I think that's, mm-hmm. I think that could be how people can end up feeling kind of isolated because if that's not their focus, when it's the focus of like everyone in their Facebook group or like all of their friends, mm-hmm. or maybe they mm-hmm. are in, in circles where that's like the topic of conversation all the time, or they're receiving yeah. trainings or readings where that's constantly being brought up. If, if it's, mm-hmm. if you don't feel aligned with it. I think that should be your first indication. And I think that was the big thing for me for the longest time was I'm just like, I'm trying to figure my shit out right now. I don't really want to mm-hmm. like, I barely know what I'm doing from day to day. I don't want to try manifesting anything. Cause I don't know if I would be prepared for it. Right. Right. And exactly. And even now, you know, I'm not, I would say that there Intentions and manifestations are in my field of awareness, but they're not my primary focus. Just like anything else, I see them as opportunities and I see them as tools that I can work with to, to achieve my goals. You know, I participate in, in new moon ceremony every month. And sometimes, you know, the, the, Part of the goal in new moon ceremony is to set intentions and this last month I didn't set any I'm just like you know I just mm-hmm. want to feel in this space mm-hmm. I just want to be here for a while yeah I just want to yeah. rest I just want a chance to breathe mm-hmm. and if and if ideas or goals or or 
whatever makes itself known to me, then, then that's wonderful. And I'm grateful, but I'm not after anything right now. I'm not actively seeking something right now. I just want to maintain. Mm -hmm. I just want to chill here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I agree. I'm right there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think maybe that's part of the pressure that I was describing earlier is that Oh yeah, it has to be constant, and it's just like no, no. (laughs) There's times and places for things. Yeah, there were. I think it was two months ago. I did some what I felt was some pretty powerful intention setting, and and those are intentions that like I'm still focusing on, and that I'm still trying to keep awareness of, and 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 give love and attention to. And I can't really do that if I'm constantly setting like these new expectations for myself like every 30 days like that just sounds exhausting (laughs) yeah to me that's just not maintainable but again that's that's me right and I think at the end of the day you know we can sit here and and debate or discuss or explore these these buzzwords all day long and there have been times where Mm -hmm. we have privately (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) but at the end of the day it comes down to like what is going to fill your cup what is going Mm. to bring you peace what is going to help you rest soundly at night yeah yeah I think sometimes we see all these words floating around and buzzing around and we think to ourselves why am I not there why am I not in that space? Mm. Everybody else is. What's mm. wrong with me? Mm. Why can't I manifest mm-hmm. anything? Why don't my intentions ever come to fruition? Yeah. But there's nothing wrong with me just not being in that space. Yeah. It, it'll come. Thanks. You just you just validated my whole experience yeah. <laughs> right now. <laughs> well, you're welcome because, you know, that's that's my experience too. I will tell you what, there are very few moments throughout the day where I think to myself, I'm going to try and manifest that or like, oh, I should set an intention around that. That's just not how my mind works. Yeah, me either. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if, if I witness or experience something, I'm like, oh man, more of that would be amazing. I love that space I was occupying. I would love to experience more of that. Yeah there's my intention. I, it, it, I literally said it and, and probably don't think about it very much after that. Right. I kind of leave the door open. Mm, that's good. And maybe that's, maybe that's the secret. <laughs> yeah. Flow, <laughs> flow, don't force. Yes. 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 I love that so much. Oh my goodness. Whew. Such a good conversation. So good. Mm-hmm. I love that. And with that, I think, I feel like if we were to keep going, we'd probably just be going in circles, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> which is not necessarily a bad thing. But I, I think sometimes when, like what you said at the beginning, when you hit the nail on the head, you just leave it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's good to go. Keep trying to yeah. drive it home. You're going to have a hole in your wall. <laughs> truth and that's not quite the decorating um motif I've 
<laughs> going for at the moment. So with that, we're going to go ahead and conclude our episode. Thank you so much for joining us here as we continue to break down spiritual buzzwords from our own personal experiences. If you want to get to know us more or connect with us, you can find us on our individual Instagram accounts. You can hang out with Gina at Gina.Rodondi, excuse me, at Gina.Rodondi. It flows off the tongue, but it's also a little bit of a tongue twister. (laughs) (laughs) It's so beautiful. I love it. Uh, If you want to spend some more time with me, you can find me at Theolon. 13. You can also reach us with comments, questions, episodes, suggestions through our email, which is ccradiancepodcast at gmail.com. I think next week, are we going to keep talking about some buzzwords? Oh, yeah, we have a couple more, don't we? Yeah, I think we have a couple more that we wanted to dive into before moving on. We, We have a whole a whole schedule listed out but it's not in front of me at the moment so so again we just want to thank you so much for being here and for sharing our space we'd love to hear from you absolutely thank you so much for joining us here at co-creating radiance may you find radiance when you least expect it Mm -hmm. we'll we'll see all of you guys and speak with you soon Namaste. Namaste.